Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Joining us on the line now is Rabbi Michael Katz, director of Chabad House and Rabbi at Chabad of Ilovo. Good morning, Rabbi. Thank you for joining us. Good morning, Michael. Nice to be with you and a morning to your listeners. Oh, good to have you again on uh, on, on HFM, Rabbi, we're discussing the recent approval by the Swedish government to have a protest of Berna Torah in front of the country's Israeli embassy. So what message does this send to the Jewish community and why should holy books, despise, uh, holy books be targeted despite freedom of expression? My first question to you, freedom of expression. How far do you think, Rabbi, this goes? Look, I think that, um, you know, from a Jewish point of view, um, we are in the middle of a period of time called the three weeks, as you know, coming up to what is known as the nine days. And one of the things that happened at the outset of mm. these three weeks, and one of the things that we commemorated about 10 days ago with the fast of the 17th of Tammuz, was the burning of a Torah. The burning of a Torah by Apostolus in the time of the Second Temple. And it's mm. one of the reasons that we fast until today for something that occurred thousands of years ago. So from a historic point of view, it was an act of hatred, it was an act of defiance, it was an act of, um, of not, to, not to use a cliche, but it was completely inflammatory, mm-hmm. and it's something that left a deep scar on the Jewish people uh, for all of these thousands of years. And then, of course, the Nazis, the Nazi Germany, you know, you think of Kristallnacht, and you think of, uh, yes. of the burning of books and the burning of Torahs and so on. It is something that uh, cuts a really, really deep um, wound in, uh, and, and opens deep wounds in uh, the hearts of Jewish people all over the world. However, however, I want to just question whether this was actually going to be something at all if it wasn't just a publicity stunt. And number two, if mm. it wasn't just, you know, you know if we question, Michael, the, the, the concept of a Torah, a Torah yes. is extremely valuable. Um, I don't think that this character who was threatening to burn the Torah had, had purchased something for $60,000 that he was going to go and, and, uh, and burn. He was probably talking about a book and he was probably ta- or a, a copy. You know, you sometimes get these things copied on, on paper rather than parchment. Okay. It doesn't take away from the inflammatory hmm. emotions that it conjures up. And when we talk about freedom of expression, yes, of course. In a modern world, there's got to be freedom of expression, but surely there have to be, as there are, as there is everywhere, certain limits. Um, there is something of um, when when something is just downright uh, hate-based. When it's, you know, this would this, to my mind, would qualify perfectly in our country as something called hate speech. This is hate action, um, and we, we we cannot condone the burning of a Koran, and you cannot condone the burning of a of, of a Christian Bible, right. and we cannot condone the burning of holy books of, of any any religion for the same reason, because it cuts deep into the heart of that religion. It is not a protest. It cannot be uh, considered as a protest. It's just pure hatred and in, infla- inflammatory action that uh, you know is just going to make people angry. Indeed. Earlier on, I was talking to Anthony Reich on the Israel Report, and uh, surely they should have known better. I mean, they are minority, what he alluded to, minority rights, minority protections, regarding the very point you just underlined, uh, in terms of, uh, you know, like religious sensitivities. Yes. So, you, you know, and, and as, as Jews, we should be leading the, uh, the uh, let's call it the fight, but the, uh, the, the fight back of, uh, of protection of re- of uh, religious minorities and of 
of uh, religious symbols and so on, because we have the history and we know what it means to have, uh, to have suffered under all of these. So the idea of, uh, of celebrating or thinking about, God forbid, the burning of the Quran, it's just, it's just also yeah. interesting, Michael, that the, the, um, uh, the Quran that was burnt, or the two occasions that I saw that they cited where Qurans were burnt in Sweden, one was by a, a far-right-wing neo-Nazi, and the other one was by an Iraqi man. It had nothing to do with Jews, and it had nothing to do with Israel. But of course, Israel again, and the Jews once again become like a an easy scapegoat. And I think that it's all about this um, conjuring up and stirring up the emotions and getting right. uh, people to be angry around the world. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's uh, if you when in doubt, you know, hang it on the on the anti-Semitism uh, hook. And, right. it, and it seems it seems to carry a lot of weight around the world. So just to wrap up the conversation, what we are dealing with just basically here was, um, shall we say, uh, insightful behavior, just to like uh, gauge the situation and uh, at the same time stir up emotions to ser- to suit certain agendas. Correct. That, that, that is that is the only thing here. And of course, yes. And um, you know, in a modern liberal world, you know. I like to talk about in the modern world, and particularly I think since uh, since the pandemic, you know, there's been a, a liberal fascism that has uh, that has arisen, and people yes. are so liberal that they, uh, you know, you, you, I'm going to kill you if you don't if you don't listen mm. to the way that I think. Right. And here we've got here we've got the classic case in uh, in Sweden, I think, where uh, people are trying to be so open-minded, literally, that mm. their that the brains are falling out. It's exactly it fits that. You know, there's just no, no no logic to it, and it's absolutely right. ridiculous. And yet, it's done in the name of liberalism, and mm. therefore everybody's happy with it. Indeed, and we just see here just how wrong uh, that kind of attitude is and can be, how inflammatory, how difficult it is, and uh, how much trouble it causes. Rabbi, I love how you've underlined that uh, definition. Liberal fascism, fascism, fascism. <laughs> Sorry, it is early in the morning, but wow, it, it's it's highly definitive of exactly what transpired uh, recently regarding these burning of religious books. And uh, yes, unfortunately, as you say, this is an epidemic. You could call it that we are facing now and have to guard against. But Rabbi, we're going to have to leave it there. We've just about run out of time. Thank you so much for joining us this morning, just to give uh, a background from a Jewish perspective as to what this meant.